There, here we go. <laughs> I got a question for you, Pat. I am ready. I got a note from Derek who writes, The owner of the company I work for has great season tickets to the Vikings and occasionally will give me tickets to either use myself or pass on to customers. And every previous year, I've had no trouble giving these away, but this year I couldn't pay people to take them. Most of the concern centers around the danger of going downtown, and a few won't go because of the politics of the NFL I wonder how many other corporate ticket holders are having the same problem and if it's even worth buying them in the future. So you don't want to go downtown in the daytime? Well, he's uh, just saying he's having a hard time giving these away. I can help you with this one. As a guy that monitors the secondary market on a week-by-week basis, I, too, have found that uh, there hasn't been a ton of interest early on. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Cowboy game won't have an issue with filling that place. No, uh, but they haven't had an evening start yet. Uh, I, I would think there's some, some people might be concerned going down in there there in the evening. Here's the problem too. Sissies, if but, uh, early on, when it's nice out, nobody wants to go inside that place because we all know that we it's only been sold out every uh, game, has it? Yes, and don't we have, don't we keep the windows open? Yeah, but I think that that's part of it where people want to get stuff done around the house and things like that early on. Well, Plus, I, I who think... wants to go watch them play Detroit? Yes, I think part of it was uh, losing the first two and yep. uh, setting in gloom. Yep. Guess what? They're pretty good. They yesterday they tried hard though yesterday. Yeah, but the NFL <laughs> is really strange. The modern NFL because the Vikings outplayed them by three touchdowns and ended up being in overtime. Mm-hmm. It was no contest. Mm-hmm. They ran through them. They threw over them. They rushed the hell out of them. Their quarterback looked like a complete stiff. Mm-hmm. And when he did get a pass off, somebody dropped it. Carolina was completely inept. But then they blocked a punt, and they completed one pass, and pretty soon you're in overtime. It's, it's really weird because... That game would have been, you know, on execution of plays. It should have been 34 to 7. It was a butt kicking, and somehow you're in overtime, just like the Detroit game. But the Detroit game, they didn't really beat them up. You know, they just played terrible. Mm -hmm. That's why that one was close. But yesterday, it was just a. I, I don't know how they managed to end up going, going overtime. So I didn't get a ch- I had to listen to the game on the radio. I was running around as you we You wanted said. to hear an objective report. I absolutely yes, did. Yes, but yes, I, right. the only thing I, I regret about not watching it on TV was just to be able to see Zimmer's face when Joseph missed the kick to go to overtime. That's the only mm-hmm. thing I wish I would have been able to witness. Well, he has a problem. Uh, he kicks him straight. But he was lined up. Yeah. He was lined up yes. over on this yes. side. You You're can't right. kick him straight then. You got to kick him. You got to put a little twist on Does him. Does he right? put a draw the, on it? Yeah. Right. Does he need to do the Roycey golf swing you know, adjustment? No, no. This was on the other side. He's got he's to have a slight hook, just a very slight hook. Plenty of leg, but he kicked it straight. 
You know, you can't kick it straight no. when you're over on that. You know, over on the other you side. Can't go Rick Dan. Let, let me let me stick with downtown for a minute. The Twins only drew 1.3 million well, this year. Well, Joe, they didn't. Uh, yes, a they 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 were only could have ten thousand for the first one. Oh, they were awful. Six, true, six yeah. weeks, <laughs> yeah. and by the time they let people in the park, yeah. they depressed everybody. Yep. So uh, yeah, that was. Uh, I thought, you know what? That was like top. That was. 17th or 18th. You're baseball. kidding. Yeah, was it really? It was, yeah. Wow. There were there were Woo. other there were other towns with more restrictions and stuff like that, but you it's a throw out attendance thing, but yes, had it been a full season and you could have gotten everybody in, they still wouldn't have drawn 2 million. Wow. It would have been 1.7, I think. And the wild I bet will be sold out tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. You they know. had a nice couple of wins on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. When are the Winnipeg's going to start? They're a cup contender. You've got to stop doing that. They're a cup contender. You're going to jinx them. They're a cup contender. You know, the nice thing about the NFL, though, uh, NHL, is there's about 15 of them are cup contenders because mm-hmm. they, you know. And you know when you'll know by? Thanksgiving. That's right. Really? That's about when you have to know if you're going to make the playoffs or not. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Eh, no, you, uh, it's hard to miss the playoffs, Joe. Well, they, they haven't. They're still sixteen. They 16. haven't gone to that. Yeah. They haven't gone to that. The NBA, the, NBA, the play-in round, the thirty-two play-in round. Now the Anaheim's, the Anaheim's did not sell out their lid lifter, oh, and God, the Kings no. did not sell out their lid lifter. Anaheim, Hockey out west. An- Anaheim attendance has been terrible yeah. for several years. Yes, they're they they spoiled them with their good teams, and now they're not very good. Were so. you referring to the NBA playoff setup where there's a 32-team playoff when there's only 30 teams in the league? Well, it could have been. This is now Joe and I go back to when the NHL was a 21-team league and they only let 16 in the playoffs. <laughs> they only let <laughs> 16. Remember that? 16, yeah. And Louie once fired his coach with two games left. They were like 25 games under 500. But if they won their last two, they would have made the playoffs. Jeez. So he, he desperately wanted to get two home games for the playoffs. <laughs> You'll know this name. These knuckleheads didn't. Leo Boyvin died. Oh, really? Yeah, he did played he? for the North yeah. Stars yeah, for a couple yes, of years. Yes, he did. Yep. He I think Joe was feeling a little old when he learned that. Leo, yeah. Leo only played in the NHL about 18 years, didn't he? He played forever. Played, played he played time. a lot of teams. In fact, is it in this paper today? Did I see it? Mm. Leo Boyvin. Yes. There's a, a lot of guys that are youth. Yeah, well, they had Leo and they had they had some old timers, man. Moose. They had Moose Vasco. Yep. Moose is uh, my favorite Moose story. Is is uh, did you? Uh, I asked you this. Yeah, did you read Chip's piece on uh, and Tom Reed the penalty shot? Yes. With, uh, yes. with Dryden. Yeah. He got Dryden on the phone. <laughs> Dryden was pretty funny. Louis got Dryden on the phone for him and Dryden. Well, was Leo was 89 years shot. old. 89 years old. Yeah. Wow. 19-year NHL career. Mm-hmm. He was 5'8", five, 5'8". Eight, five eight. I was in Fulda, Minnesota, where we didn't know hockey existed. <laughs> and in the six-team NHL, I could name you all six goalies. Oh, yeah, man. me too. It was unbelievable. <laughs> you know why? And a guy, you know, the, the rosters never changed. They brought in... <laughs> the lines never new, changed. Yeah, yeah. You, know why you, you know why guys. you could name them? The same way I can... Uh, I went through the tennis uh, hall, uh, what's it called? The museum at Wimbledon? Yes. Knew every, Margaret Court. Yes, I knew right. all these names. You know why? Because we, we grew up reading. 
Yes, that's true. We that read. is true. That's you jump you, into the box score and then read whatever read the, the, the sports column yeah, is yeah. talking about. Yeah. Uh, it didn't. Well, my dad and Joe Miller, yeah. six, an apricot, 6.30 in the morning, at our kitchen table, drinking coffee and reading every sentence in the newspaper and commenting on it when they weren't thinking up plots to become millionaires that really cost both of them a lot of money in the, <laughs> in the long end. But they were, that was the ritual, you know, mm-hmm. was, uh, and for an hour, they were there for an hour drinking coffee every morning. And then they would go about their days uh, of uh, poaching ducks and pheasants and all that other well, stuff. Well, I'll finish Leo here. He was traded to the North Stars during the 68-69 season for defenseman Dwayne Rupp. He scored four goals in one and a half seasons in Minnesota before four retired. Goals. Before four reti- goals. And that's the way a defenseman played, <laughs> right, right? right? Before retiring at the age of 39. What was Reed's stat? One goal. No, oh. no. 11, he had 11 goals in... 100 years. Yeah, I mean, it's a, he just, you know, the defenseman stayed... Passed the puck. Yes. Well, what was his line? His what was his line to you on Friday, Joe? He said, I felt more embarrassed for Kenny Dryden than I did. Well, he said he shot it and it hit the... Oh, yeah, that's right. No, he said, I was more embarrassed than Dryden. Oh, that's what it was. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're right. That's what it was. It hit the ice. He said bounced. Bounced (laughs) before it got there. No, Dryden had never had a shot like that. Well, he never faced a Reed shot, I'm sure, because he never shot. Because he never shot the puck. No, no. And Dryden was the premier netminder at the time in the league. Well, he'd won the Cup. That was almost his rookie season. He'd come up a halfway through the previous season and won the Cup for Montreal, and then he became the greatest goalie of all time. Uh, great, Greatest goalie of all time. How about, has there ever been a better-named kid when he was born than the uh, goaltender at, uh, at Mankato? Dryden McKay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, that's a goalie. You, you think your dad... Yeah. You think your had your dad had an idea of what position he wanted you to play? Probably had a little <laughs> yeah. bit of a direction. Now you got me thinking. Terry Sawchuck, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Glenn Hall, Chicago. Yes. Jacques Plant, Montreal. Montreal. Johnny, yeah, Johnny Bauer, Toronto. Johnny Bauer, Toronto. Gump. Gump Worsley for the island. And, and who, Ch- uh, Cheevers? For yeah, I think there was somebody before Cheevers. Oh, there was somebody before Cheevers. Cheevers. Yeah. I can't remember yeah. who the Boston yeah. guy was. but yeah. Lauren Worsley. Lauren, Lauren Gump Worsley. Yeah. No greater picture than Gump stretched out right. on the ice right. after taking one on his bare noggin. Yep. I thought Same we had point. Gump. We did, later. <laughs> yeah. later oh, okay. Later. okay. We got legit Gump in here to be the relief pitcher for Cesar. Ah. We, we so weren't Cesar. getting the likes of Gump and Leo in here in their prime. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Well, they maybe were shopping themselves around a bit. All you got to know about modern hockey is you look at the goaltender, you take an old picture of Gump mm-hmm. standing in the middle of the net, and look at the wide open spaces <laughs> for a somebody to shoot at. Right? Yeah. And then you now you look at one of these guys, and there's like uh, they got too much stuff there's a, on. There's a little corner like that. Yeah. You got a little corner here, a little corner there. But about the only way you can score a goal is if he, you get a rebound and the guy falls on his ass and you lift it up over him. You know, I mean, or just jam it in. It's uh, 
Speak- There's not a lot of elegance to goal scoring anymore. Speaking of that, did you guys see how the St. Cloud and Gopher hockey game ended I on Saturday? I hear uh, the, the uh, Judd and Declan were telling me about it. That the, Hus- the Huskies got hosed beyond belief. Beyond belief to the point where... I'm a Mankato guy and felt bad for St. Cloud, for God's sake. What uh, happened? Apparently a gopher uh, basically tackled a guy. And Pretty much. What, grabbed him and so tackled him. So it's in St. Cloud because they did the home and home. Friday yeah. they were here, and then Saturday they were up in St. Cloud. He basically tackled the St. Cloud kid, and then they... 15 seconds Nobody later, called. took the puck, he, 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 and then they scored the, the winning goal. Well, I think he came out of the mess, right, yeah. and then th- threw the puck in front and scored the goal. And I was a little disappointed in Motsko. St. Cloud guy, 16 years, he said the guy, he was one of the people in the uh, Gophers locker room saying that they embellished the uh, the kid from St. Cloud, embellished the play. Oh. So everybody who saw it said it was um, the uh, – Mark Parrish, Pat Micheletti, and whoever the play-by-play guy is. They, I think the, it's Jim Rich because they do the, it on the Fox telecast 9 Telecast down yeah. here was, was the St. Cloud telecast. They went crazy, I guess. Why isn't Passalt doing the games? Wasn't he a St. Cloud hockey player? He lives he was. in Florida. He's retired. Oh. He's not even around. He's gone. No, he lives, he I think gone. he, might, he come back and, might come back and go to the lake in the <clears> summer, <throat> but he lives in Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a, he's a Naples guy. So I, I ran into him... Uh, when was I? When did I go see Lumpy play golf? He and his wife were out watching Lumpy play so golf. My Mavs, we lost to Michigan Saturday night. Yeah, you split though, right? Yeah, we beat Providence, oh, Providence Friday night. Yeah. Michigan's going to be number one in the country. Probably. Michigan has seven first rounders or mm-hmm. some damn thing. something like they that, got, uh, including what, uh, the one we drafted. Didn't we draft the goalie from Michigan? The Wilds. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to talk to somebody who cares. Right. Yeah, what, where was he in the draft? I forget. Pat. The pros uh, the pros weren't kind to that golf course in Vegas, were they? No, but you and I were probably the only guys watching to see if Rory could beat Ricky. Right? That's right. Yeah. I watched a lot of it. I did the, too. Uh, in the uh, afternoon after the Viking game was over, I watched a lot of it, and uh, Rory making some putts. Yeah, which is yeah. Uh, very yeah. unusual for him. Yes, it was. He only ended up winning by one, right? He uh, won by one shot yeah. over uh, Colin Morikawa. Mar- why did they have such a good field? That was a great field. Yeah, I know. This is the Vegas must have. There's got to be some incentives being tossed at the boy. You know, in Europe, they just pay him to show up. Yeah, they must have been providing some free stuff out in Vegas for the fellas to get that kind of a kind of a feel because this is like the fall season even though it's the kickoff of next Brooks year. Brooks Kepka, Tommy Fleetwood, Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, McElroy, Colin Marikawa, yeah, Ricky yeah. Fowler. They got uh, a, Adam Scott. Yeah. I mean they had a hell of a feel. They did. It's uh it was uh it was amazing. Sergio yes. Garcia. Wow. I wonder what they did for him. They I don't had know. to do something. <clears throat> I wouldn't, you know, they're all happily. Tony Fino. They're all happily married men, even Ricky and uh, Rory now. I know so. where your mind's going. No, I know where no, it's been no, ever no, since no, you first no, said no, it. No, no, I'm not. I just wondered what they, there had to be some incentives. Well, right? Okay. Free lodging on the strip. Sure. Jason, Jason like Day. That. Patrick Reed. Wow. Uh, holy mackerel. Yeah, it looks, it, it sounds like the. It sounds like a, the memorial or something. Yeah, <laughs> Shane Lowry. Yeah, Gary Woodland. 
The Europe the Europeans had the BMW Classic. Sam Burns, he's hotter than hell. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the the Europe they had the BMW Classic. That's usually a big one. What the hell is Shane Lowry doing over here? I don't know. Why isn't he playing over there where he belongs? So, quick Vikings note: the Vikings have. And this is not good. They have placed cornerback Patrick Peterson on injured reserve, uh, which means ha- only three weeks. Hammy, but still, right? yeah. Cause they, yeah, because he's the only guy that actually covers somebody. Right. Yes. Boy, this Breland sinks. He's awful. <laughs> well, and what I can't figure yeah, out is... He, the, then, he, then, he, then he taunts the fans oh, like he did last week. Right. And then, the because uh, the, the Patriots cut, what's his name, Gilmore... Yeah, and I they, there was no interest. I'm thinking, what do you? Why not try to? Carolina didn't, got him. They got, got him for like a fifth round. But he's pick hurt, or right? Yeah, he's gonna yeah. be back next week, I believe. They stink. Carolina. They stink. Yeah, they do. What about the end of the Cowboy uh, Patriot game? Didn't yes. see it. Oh, it was right now. Your front runner for MVP, Dak Prescott. Yeah, he's it. playing pretty well. Yeah. It was. Back and forth, back and forth, and to see Bilicek lose was mm-hmm. just—I really, I You're really rooting for that. Jerry Jones. I, I said yesterday. Uh, I said yesterday out loud. This is the like, only time I want Dallas to win. That's like choosing between Hitler and Mussolini, you know? For <laughs> God's sake, rude. Yeah. I thought Jerry was very rude. Jerry was very rude. Very rude. I mean, in a in a football sense, <laughs> yes. Not in a mass murder. Right. Not right. A, right. right. There's a not very in a big, clear huge mass murder. We call that context. <laughs> context. Yes. <laughs> we always are big at context. You know where I'm thinking? Hey, has the Bond movie started yet? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's in the theaters. I believe tonight to support my local theater, mm-hmm. I might go watch it at the Willow Creek. Hmm. We had the guy come in and sh- shoot off a couple. Of, I hope they're. I hope they're not closed because of it. Some guy came in and. Oh, that's right. Oh, that was a knucklehead was out that in the, the, at Willow Creek. Yeah, yeah. Know, so that's my theater. That's it's called where, Plymouth. It's yeah, it's Plymouth, but it's right of it's it's over right, right it's right, right over fifty five, isn't right it? over where General Mills, yeah. right up right. the street from General right. Mills. That's where we usually go. But he went in and just shot in the lobby. Just a shot times in the lobby. Have we found him? Uh, I don't know. I, I have because not heard I did not. Him. I did not. Uh, but you got cameras everywhere. There, you could probably I, find I, out I what a car he hops. So what is 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 it somehow tied into the movie Venom? Because sometimes people do this weird stuff around movies. What is Venom? Do we know what Venom is? Venom is one of these violent uh, action I probably have kids that know. It's two hours and 40 minutes long. Venom? No. Bond. But what kind of car is is it? Well, maybe I won't go. (laughs) On second thought. Maybe I'll buy it. (laughs) Now, will that ultimately be available on your home television? Well, yeah, Yeah, but but not for a while. you're going to have to pop for it. I just spent... You you went to the app. As it well, that right. yeah, we did that. We Robert went to Rocky the Hall. nah, it wasn't no, the opera. Robert, it was, what was his name? He, they did opera Bocelli, Bocelli. Andrea Bocelli. He's an expert, Got him. he's an yes. The first the half, opera, opera glasses, the first half the... of the show was <laughs> yeah. kind of opera stuff. Yeah. yeah, you had the soprano out there, yeah, good looking babe. Usually, you know, usually the sopranos are fatties, you know, right, all right. they're yep. chubby girls, yep. but yep. this one was a young, uh, very attractive, uh, va, va, boom. yeah. And then they then they had the you're telling and you can sing, so they you can were attract doing, those they were kind. doing opera type stuff, you know. Yeah, not it. Sing a lot of Italian in that opera, yeah, know? like Opera Man. But I was the wife was getting <laughs> mad because because uh, one of the things he's doing with the gal and is, is you know there's kind of hugging and stuff. Right. And I said, so is this a love? Is this a love show? 
Right. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, she's doing protocol are we watching a here. love scene out of some yeah. Where are we going opera? with this plot? Where yeah. are we going? I mean, but the then, the, then the second half, he brings out his nine-year-old daughter to sing Hallelujah with him, and that's oh, the okay. crowd went absolutely yeah. insane. Oh, not like that. And then uh, he brings out a, some popular singer, Lorna Allred. Uh, you ever hear of her? No. Yes. She sang the. She yeah, was the I'm singer sure. for the Greatest Showman, which I haven't watched, okay. but a lot of people. And she's she's touring with him. She's going around. She's touring. Yeah, she's touring with him through this thing. Oh. And they do some good. <laughs> they can do some stuff. So it's it's there was two different acts basically. Speaking of tour, Patrick, please tell me that you heard Ed Ogeron's press conference announcing he was leaving LSU. No, oh, did he officially announce it Sunday? Yeah. They uh, they made the formal announcement. The school made the formal announcement, then he had his press conference. What is the 17th was yesterday, right? Yeah, so. He gets his 17 mil, right? Oh, yeah. He and in fact, he mil. talks about that, and I'll play a little clip right here. This is Patrick's guy, Ed Ogeron, I guess the former LSU head football Ed, uh, coach. He's going to last till the end of the season, right? Right. Okay. Ed, yeah. do, you, Ed do you plan on coaching next year? No. Was that? I want to take a little time off. You know, I'm 60 years old. I've coached for 37 years. Uh, I think I'm going to have enough money to buy me a hamburger. Uh, <laughs> and once in a while, maybe a double meat cheeseburger. There we go. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Why is he leaving? Ah, uh, they're, they're unhappy with him. He's, uh, really? He only yeah. won a national title two years ago. Two years ago. They, College uh, football is so stupid. They lost to Kentucky stupid. and who else? Uh, yeah, they, they aren't having a well, very good Well, but they have had a few scandals. They've oh, had a, I'm not aware. They've had some. That boy's a Cajun, isn't he? Oh, yeah. oh, his mama, him yeah. and Coco. Yeah. Him and I did one of my favorite comms I've written in the last few years was uh, when I got talked to his buddy that he used to shovel shrimp with, Brian Arsenal. <laughs> Brian and his mother Coco. They speak. There's a. It's out on the. You can find it on it's YouTube. It's a, a French pigeon uh, language. Yes, uh, it's, what am it's, I thinking of? It's with? French. A, the French Acadian, they yeah, call it, yeah. and African, and uh, a little English thrown in, and it's it's a mixed, it's a right. pigeon English, it's a pigeon language that they only speak down in that part of the of uh, Louisiana, Cajun down French. In the bayou. But him and his mama are talking, to, are like saying hello to each other in Cajun French in this video, and it's just great because <laughs> you'd have no idea what they're hell and uh, they're talking about. But his mother Coco is like five ten, mm-hmm. and just uh, a great old lady. But this Arsenal's mother was Fury. That if that was her nickname there, Fury, and our, or or. or or, or Ed's mother, uh, Ed's father, Ed Sr., gave her the name Fury. And I said, so why Fury? He says, because she can go from zero to 100 faster, <laughs> faster than anybody you ever saw. And she still can, even as a two-time cancer survivor, he said. <laughs> so, I mean, these guys, Joe... Him and his buddy. Mm-hmm. I remember they, the species. They shoveled shrimp oh. all summer. Right. At Grain Island and then would sleep next to the shrimp shack yeah. on a slab. Oh. And when they'd go to the they would hose they would hose themselves off, slap a little soap on, 
And then their buddy <laughs> pick him up and take him to the bar, but he made him ride in the trunk. <laughs> it <smelled> so bad. <laughs> Snake in his oh, car. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we're not he's he got $17 million. Yeah, he gave him $17 million. He could buy the, yeah. the, the, the Force Bayou if he wanted to. His house or would be like burger. the Denny Hecker house on steroids, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm picturing the big Elvis statue yeah. and everything. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he would do all that stuff. But... You know, it's uh, it's amazing. You're right. They're running him off. Oh, I, can't, I couldn't believe it when I saw yeah. it. He won two years ago. I know. In football, you can't do that. I bet the guy they go get is... Uh, your Ohio State I bet Chief. the guy they go... The, the, PJ? James Franklin, supposedly, is a hot why candidate. Why would he want that job over Penn State? He's been trying to get out. I don't know why. Huh. I, I, I think he wants to... Well, Ed was making nine. That's true. Ed no, was that's making a good point. nine. But uh, I think the other guy might be the guy who was the offensive coordinator with Burrow. Joe, LSU, Joe Brady, who's now in Carolina. Yeah, Baton Rouge. You ever been? I've never been down there. Me neither. I always, Didn't you used to listen to the games on the radio? Oh, yeah, I love yeah. them. Yeah, That's 1958, national champions. Well, so, I was just glad to see culture prevail on Saturday at Huntington Bank Stadium. Yes, culture beat uh, talent. Right? No, skill. Skill. You what, know, Four and one now against Nebraska? Yes, my wife. He's three and one, but the Gophers have won four of the last five. Okay, I my wife who does not pay attention a lot to Gopher football said, "Didn't Nebraska used to always come in here and beat us seventy to?" They nothing? edged us a couple of times. Yeah, look at this. Ottawa beat Dallas last night in the NHL three to two. The attendance eight thousand in Dallas. I don't know where it was. The oh, it had to be Dallas. Right? Eighteen five seven two is the uh, capacity. capacity. Well, where's it? You, you can that tell. That could also which, be the capacity in Ottawa. You can tell which uh, team was at home, Joe. How? By who's the, on the bottom? Who who the goalie is on the bottom? You know, I mean, who the who, goalie is? No, they usually have. Uh, uh, I'll you know, pull it up right here. Yeah. I got it. How's that ninth? I would guess doing? it was at Dallas. How's that ninth? Doing? He still ten hasn't bad, figured yeah. out the tenth. Yeah, he's on the ninth. <laughs> That'll be crazy. Uh, that was in Ottawa. Yes, yeah. last. Well, night. you know so what? The peoples. You know what Ottawa's problem is now. It shouldn't be a problem on Sunday. But they built the stadium out 20 miles. It's yeah. out. Nobody can get there. Mm-hmm. They got a rush hour problem now with the pandemic. This must be just discussed with well, the Well, aren't team. there massive lockdowns still, though, in Canada? Yeah, that could be part of it, too. Maybe they don't let the whole, maybe they don't let everybody Because is that the saddle, though? Or is that Calgary? Calgary's a saddle. Yeah, Calgary's a saddle. Okay. I think they're full capacity. I thought there. Ottawa had a rink downtown that you could skate to. Not anymore. They All got right, this I'm on it. Place. They're, they're hot. They're hot to build one downtown. They got the skating canals. They there. want a new one. Yes, skating they got the skating canals. canals. That's your idea, yes, right? It was my idea. Yes, they do. Build them all through town. Good Lord. Yeah, they be do. fun. Well, Joe, they've been the worst team in the league for like two years in a row, right. two, three years in a row. So that could be part of it, you know? Maybe uh, maybe the Canadian lockdowns are part of it. That, that could be part of it, too. I don't know. We were uh, we were rolling along there talking about uh, LSU. Yes, I, I've told this story before, but uh, I have never been to Baton Rouge, but the retired lieutenant colonel was there in his youth earlier mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when he was stationed in Biloxi, and he was in New Orleans for a weekend, and on a Friday, and he ran into some people who were going to the game, and they said, do you want to go to the game? So he rode down there with him. I think there was a young lady that had attracted some interest to him. But, sure, uh, sure. Uh, but he went to the game with them, 
remember nothing of the second half, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and woke up the next morning out in the middle of the bayou, not the water part, but the... That's, that's important. Sleeping, <laughs> sleeping next to a pot of... Booyah! Hey, you know, that was right. being, was just, you know, was just being, this guy didn't get eaten by a bear. <laughs> yes, or, or a gator. Or gator. Gator or something. And he uh, he said, boy, that's quite an atmosphere, that LSU football, but I don't think I'm going back. No. He said, yeah, know. I'd like to live. <laughs> what I remember about it listening as a kid, though, is you'd listen to a gopher game, you know, and yeah. they'd cheer when something yep. happened. Yep. There it was a constant din. Oh, constant God. din of noise because they were one of the first teams in the country to play night games. You know, they always played night games. What station did you get them on? Some I I, I researched it once. It was a big blast, Shreveport or something. KLSU. Wow. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know where it was from. It's the Canadian used. Tire Center, by the way, was the arena you were looking for. That does seat eighteen. I was trying to see if they have lockdowns, but mm. I can't find anything. Canadian Tire Center. Yep. Yeah, that's where clever. the old Senators play. America's Joe. cap. Huh? You're wearing that Cretan Durham Hall T-shirt. Is that just Cretan? That's oh, CDH. Okay, yeah, CDH. that's the CDH logo. CDH. What are we gonna do about Cretan football? Boy, they're on so hard I, times. I've, huh? I've checked with a couple of people, and they say this is the worst it's been. Yeah, it's a rough go. They got their. Uh, they uh, the rumors they might uh, go down another class ooh, to four. Ooh, are they at the top where, now? Where they belong? Well, I think they're five, aren't they? Yeah, they, well, did they six? go down one? They're six. Yeah, there are five now, I believe. Yeah, because they play the academy. What's the back. academy? A five. Five, five yeah. yeah. But McCaddy, McCaddy, Academy beat them bloody, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, it was not a uh, not a great game. It was mm-hmm. uh, that was a tough one. But mm-hmm. I, you know what? I'm glad they play it. It was a fundraising game. They should do that every year. It's a great rivalry. The kids don't know about it, but it's more for the alumni. You know, the St. Thomas and Creighton are not still the rivalry mm-hmm. that it used to be. But for the alumni, that's still there, and that's how you raise funds and, and make money. I think they should do that annually. Well, hell, they used to be a mile apart. Yeah, yeah, right. When they were at the St. well, they Tom. had the tackle cancer. Uh, fundraiser and that's fine but also there's the finnegan uh scholarship and that's for children who have lost parents where they pay their tuition so Mm -hmm. i think there should be a maybe every other year or maybe split the won't they play all the time now because they're both 5a they will play all the time i don't know i hope so i don't know what the future is but that would be i think you're 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 touched more also with those local kids that lost a parent and this goes toward tuition that need it so it's, it's both and tackle cancer is a great deal too but they should probably take a little bit from both my introduction to uh saint thomas academy and Creton was through my uh cousin father brian o'rourke who became a priest later but he was like a high school senior mm-hmm. whose funeral you Creton. were worried about yes. because you thought it might go the uh, extra hour. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was the marker but that the was the heat, marker that's right yeah the, the, the arch was there and right. he was they had the fan running underneath his garments that helped but yes. uh, but he was like a saintly kid then you know okay. he was a saintly yeah, kid yeah, yeah, yeah brian and he took us took me and i guess it was just me to a Cretan St. Thomas game that yeah. day, and he, we, we walked walked from Wilder yeah, right. over the over the academy and played it upstairs at the. Yeah. So you're talking about basketball. Basketball, yeah, yeah. And the game started, and Reverend Brian, 
was insane (laughs) for an hour and a half for his hatred for the Academy. And I was like, "Ah, what the hell? You know, where did this come from? He was just enraged the entire game. And I said... Geez, this is better than folding slight. It was unbelievable. I was, I don't know how that old was, it was. I might have been reality. an eight or nine year old kid, but my now I, I didn't hear him. I can't recall curse words, but the insanity of his emotion was, was just there. The intensity was there. Unbelievable, yeah. Well, um, by the way, I know we when it comes to competition on this show, we, we run the gamut. We cover everything. Joe, you covered a snowmobile race yep. back in your uh, sports writing days. You guys have covered it all. I did not know about this particular competition, but we were just informed by a listener that he would like this discussed on Monday Night Sports Talk. Rochester's Ear of Corn Water Tower. You guys are familiar with the big Ear of Corn yep. Water Tower right off Highway 14? Okay. Well, Joe, it's in the running to be America's Tank of the Year. Really? Yep. We got a competition. Yeah. Well, tank, got... t- tank's not like losing something. No, tank, like water, water tank. Water tank. Yeah, okay. so they're in the competition. They are one of 5,000 well, nominated God water almighty, tanks. That's like, it's not exactly like we got to sit around on pins and needles. <laughs> yeah. Tell us they're in the final five, and then when we get back to us, final five, we can get nervous. Or no. I sure <laughs> hope they win. It's a yeah. yeah right. <laughs> what do you get? I wonder. I have no idea. Why not win? Uh, I think Arlington with the baseball. Oh, yeah, be. that's a good one, yeah, too. Arlington. By the way, I, I misspoke. Uh, 5,000 were nominated. They are one of 12 finalists. Well, okay. I read now, on here. Okay, now we can get nervous. Now we can get nervous. Uh, I wonder if Arlington was sharp enough to uh, enter the proceeds with the baseball. Well, that's true. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Uh, but well, I Pequot did. Lakes is a bobber. Yeah, that's yep, right. Pequot Lakes is, is great. Yeah, there's a... Uh, there's a tank of the year. Tank of the year. Tank of the year. Who the hell said? You know what we need? Oh, it's the uh, commission of the development. They're sitting around going. A town like Rochester, though, they they're not restricted to one water tower like most towns. No, I think, I think they probably have a few. That yeah, because be I guess. like the town that. That's it. Right, you got one. This thing runs out. Here we're all we're done. Here. We're yeah. toast. No more baths. <laughs> that's another thing. Another thing. Another thing that. Uh, uh, Jiminy Glick uh, made to, uh, he said, I heard you grew up in poverty in Brooklyn. And Mel Brooks says, yeah, yeah, well, we did. He says, oh. He said, so you didn't bathe very often. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't bathe. He said, I just, you know, I, I have a hard time being around poor people who don't, don't bathe. bathe. <laughs> <laughs> so Jiminy Glick was an interviewer? He was Martin Short right. doing this. It was like the 2,000-year-old man. Right. You didn't know you what didn't know, right. uh, ridiculous question he was going to ask you. But it was it, it was a test of your spontaneity Your impromptu skills, skills. absolutely. Of course, yeah. nobody was better trained in that than Mel Brooks because sure. he did it with Reiner for, you know, that was the Reiner – the 2,000-year-old man never knew what question right. was coming. You know, he never knew. He had to come up with what would a, what was the 2,000-year-old man. But he said, uh, yeah. And he, but he did get him to, uh, to a, a laugh uproariously, which I, I read was one of Martin Short's highlights of his career. Yeah. He got Mel to laugh uproariously. Was so, that a Comedy Central show, or what was I, that? I mean, it was just a 10-minute, little five-little-minute hit that I think showed up on 
on Comedy Central. Yeah, just Jimmy Jiminy Glick. Jiminy Glick. Oh, he was. Uh, damn, he was funny. Nothing. Not I looked. I had to then go look up the uh, uh, the synchronized swimming, yeah. you know, skit and oh, his God. quote. I was trying to remember his exact quote, and he said, "You know, he's out there with the nose plug and the thing, and he says, yeah. I, I'm not a strong swimmer.' Well, just a great <laughs> delivery, and he's got the bad teeth. Yeah, I'm not a strong swimmer. <laughs> he's, he's just everything about him. I'm looking at it right now yeah. where he's uh, uh, he. Glick told Larry David that Jiminy is his real name, given him because his parents were from the Baja faith. <laughs> and in an interview with Ben Stiller, he asserted that he and his wife were Buddhists. I mean, he's all over. He's just all he's over. He's Canadian, there. isn't he? Is Martin he? Short? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. He's from Canada. He's another one. God, they were bringing him. SCTV was, that's yep. basically yeah, where right. it started. Yeah. Glick became Charles Bronson's personal assistant for five years during the 70s. He planned on working for Robert Vaughn, but according to Glick, he didn't pay. <laughs> Bronson, Bronson was very cruel to Glick, and at one point threw him off his boat, uh, so, uh, mistaking him for Sebastian. This is Kibble. a fake autobiography. I mean, it's, it's hilarious just reading it. He didn't pay. I didn't go to Robert Vaughn because he didn't pay. It's like, oh, Lord. Uh, speaking of impromptu, by the way, um, our guy J.L. Coven has been at it again. Okay. I was listening to a little bit of it in the background where um, uh, President Trump uh, attempts to eulogize Colin Powell uh, today okay. based on the sad news that uh, he unfortunately passed away. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's yeah. stupid. How yeah. old? 84. 84. Was he that old? Yeah. Wow. Morning is a, some might say, a sad day. Some might say a very sad day. You might even say that. But we found out this morning, I turned on the TV and it said, Sir, we have bad news. Colin Hanks has passed away from COVID. <laughs> and I thought to myself, this is one of these sad things that you're not prepared for, okay? Colin Hanks. And I remember it was like yesterday when Colin Hanks was son of Tom Hanks. Not a lot of people know that. I know more people probably support Tom Hanks. I don't. Colin Hanks declared it white boy summer. Remember this? And I left. They didn't like that. They didn't like it at all. But we supported him very strongly. We had great white boy summer events at Mar-a-Lago. And everybody else was, you know, the radical left. You know, they liked it when Megan Lapone did Hot Girl Summer. And I'm, I'm excuse me, I'm pro Hot Girl Summer. Okay? I have nothing against hot girls or summer. Okay? Some, you know, it's a little hot in the summer. But when Colin Hanks called it, White boy summer, I thought, it's called equality. It's called opportunity, okay? And now he's gone, and it's so sad. We're, we're hanging the flags at half pole, whatever they call it. You know, at the, stri the stripper poles near Mar-a-Lago will have the Colin Hanks flag, half. Up with the, you know, so when they slide down... They have to avoid it at the midway point. But my condolences to Tom Hanks, who's his father. Mm -hmm. And even though I'm not so sure I'm a fan of Tom Hanks, you know, he did, remember Bosom Buddies? <laughs> yeah, so he's probably very pro-trans. Okay? I was talking to my friend Dave Chappelle about it today, and we're both not big fans of Bosom Buddies. But uh, rest in power, Colin Hanks. Uh, you will be missed.
and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. He did not. Uh, oh, that yeah. one was not scripted at all. That was just absolutely. He gets inside Trump's head, though. Yeah. <laughs> Colin, see it. Colin, Colin Hanks. Hanks. He's yeah. the son of Tom Hanks, and a lot of people know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. All right, don't sports you fans. Go to the bank. Uh, don't we both? Uh, I went to the bank. I went to the bank. Come money. with me. I think I when it's seventy-five, we all need to go. Let's to the go bank. to the bank. <laughs> That's right. Uh, EcoFun has e-bikes in stock, and why is that important? Because every other bike retailer is out of stock and will not be getting new e-bikes until December or January. You can't even get one for Christmas from them. The weather is warming up, so if you are in the market for an e-bike scooter or ATV, go to EcoFun right now. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Talk with Tim Bloom. The owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, Tim and his family will help you select the e-bike that is right for you, and they will deliver it to your front door in the metro area. Right now, EcoFun has Bentelli e-bikes and Yamaha motor assist bikes in stock. EcoFun also carries the full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a wide variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com and tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Racy sent you. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And as you've been hearing over the course of the last couple of months, Josh asks you one simple question, and that's always, do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, well, they don't. They absolutely have no idea. Josh has also seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952 925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. This is Patrick Racy for The Canopy Group. Your kids are back in school, and when they get home, they do their homework, or they're supposed to do their homework. Why don't you do your homework? You have been with that same home and auto insurance company that has only one agent who represents only one insurance company for years. You deserve options. Let's face it, your insurance needs change as the years go by. Insurance companies' rates certainly change as the years go by. That is why the Canopy Group provides you with 16 options, not one, 16. Don't tell your kids, but you can outsource your homework to the Canopy Group. They will teach you how they find the best insurance coverage for the best price, not only today, but each and every year. Contact the Canopy Group at 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com and let them do the homework for you.